Hello everyone, welcome to the new episode of Nature's Under. I'm your host Nature Chad and today I bring you a special one with my good friend Andrew. He was formerly known as the Anglo-Saxon, now goes by the Saxon Cross. He's just a good dude, honestly, just a good person trying to do his best to spread the good message, fight the good fight, help others along the way. And as you'll see through this journey, he's just as honest as anyone can be. He talks about his struggles, we talk about many different topics that I'm sure will help you guys a lot as well and you'll learn something new. So without further ado, let's get straight into the conversation, make sure to follow him, check him out in the description and yeah. Welcome to the podcast. First thing that I want to say is thank you for coming on, like uh, it's been a long time coming honestly ever since you came up on the scene I guess. You're always an interesting character, like combining different things, bring something unique. So, first off, like I like I said, I want to thank you and then ask you, like, to tell us a bit about yourself. You know, like your background, how you started, even getting into all of these thoughts, into these beliefs and stuff like that. Yeah, well, first off, Marova, thank you for having me. It's been, a, like you said, a long time coming. I've been listening to your show for a long time, so it's great to be on, but. For me, this all this all really started when I was very young because I was blessed to grow up in a family where I was one raised in church and then two I attended classical school from a pretty early age. So the mm-hmm. things that I talk about, the the books I talk about, the ideas, the philosophy I talk about, those aren't things that I discovered recently. I know a lot of guys, kind of in our sphere, they learn about these things when they're a lot older because they've sort of been missing it in their life. Whereas for me, that yeah. hasn't really been, the case. I've been familiar with it my whole life. So if anything, my page has been more me rediscovering and embracing things that I have always been aware of, which I'm very grateful for. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It's very interesting because like you said, most guys that I talk about in our, in our sphere, they had a, like, um, I guess you could say a bad life, you know, like a hedonistic life, stuff like that. And then they discovered, you know, self-improvement or discovered God or stuff like that, you know. So it's very interesting to hear that you've been always like that. Like for me as well, like in maybe when I was 15, 16, I only started to realize these things. I was also quite blue-pilled, you could say, you know, and also very into these (laughs) even global things, you know, like I was like into veganism, stuff like that. So... It's definitely a very different background. But yeah, tell me a bit like that. So you said you you, were, you went to classical school or stuff like that. So I'm sure that that's where you also got a lot of the Saxon thing, you know, a lot of your roots and maybe even fantasy, uh, poetry, stuff like that. So tell me how you got into all of those things, like with talking, fantasy, poetry. Yeah, the Tolkien thing, I can't even really remember when that started. As far mm-hmm. as I know, I think I've read those books and seen those movies my entire life yeah i have memories of being a very little kid watching that so and reading that so i can't even remember the first time (laughs) i did but yeah all of um tolkien c.s lewis you know the kind of the classic english fantasy is what i grew up reading the adventure novels like valentine um stuff like that Mm -hmm. that's what i grew up on even before i went to school so for me that's always just been something I always loved, something I always cared about. So being able to share it with people on Instagram has been really fun for me. And also finding other people that also grew up 
with the same things has been really fun. Of course, of course. Well, tell me then, obviously your name was Solar Sex and now it's the Sex and Cross, right? Um, tell me a bit about that, like the reasoning for your name and honestly, like what your goal is for you, like because some people who listen to this might not even know who you are and what you do. So tell me a bit about your name and uh, your goal. Yeah, so I most people listening, if they already follow me, will probably still remember me as the Solar Saxon on Instagram, which is what I've been for roughly the last year. It wasn't the first name I had, but it's probably the one most people know me by. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that so that name, of course, just comes from the solar sphere idea that you're a part of and a lot of our friends are a part of, which when I changed my name to that, I think it was around January of this year, mm-hmm. something done. I did it really out of a desire to embrace that community at first and the positive aspects of it. And then over the last year of becoming more involved in it, becoming more aware of some of the issues with it, I just became increasingly uncomfortable with calling myself that. Not because I hate the sphere now or I, you know, have something, had some falling out with anybody or anything like that. I still like the positive aspects, but just there, there was a, there's a lot of, I don't even know how to put it, but there's a lot of weird people out there, a lot of vanity, a lot of arrogant attitudes yeah. toward uh, the things that we talk about, like lifting of philosophy, theology, um, all these things that there was a tendency to use them just to sort of glorify oneself. Mm. Absolutely. And you started to and you started to see that more and more. And I just became, it, it was just a title, that word solar, that I didn't feel was necessary anymore to define yeah. myself. And so I changed it recently, hoping that the Saxon cross would be a name I could write under more comfortably and more long-term. Absolutely, absolutely. Because that was the issue, I believe. And it's just, these things don't link, uh, live on for a long time. They're just a trend and they, obviously change although the things that we speak about are quite um, good in a sense it just doesn't have a good foundation you know it just doesn't have good legs to stand on because it doesn't have the foundations that something like you say like cross like some religion has it's just you know, like we said a trend and it passes on and people and as, as with every trend it slowly becomes corrupt, it slowly becomes, you know, bad, people use it, exploit it for money or for some personal gain. And that's what happened, you know. Like when I started 2020, it was beautiful times because all of these new accounts were emerging, you know, all of these ideas were coming on, like even guys that, I'm not mentioning names, but you know, everything was fresh, everything was excited, you felt this energy. We were all rising together, but then at some point, it just stopped the momentum stopped the ideas stayed and it seemed like everyone just was just copying each other and everyone was just trying to make a post the the goal was content creation it wasn't helping people it wasn't spreading ideas it was just content creation and even it even became to a point where people started to hate on each other in a sense of being jealous we were all sharing each other's stuff before we were all together and then it slowly became okay he didn't like my post i will not like his post he, i will not comment it was really like this which i 
don't really like. So that's why I'm glad that even though it's like, like solar community is not here anymore in a sense, at least few of us are still tight, you know, we are still together and we continue on doing things, but we will talk more about this in the sense of we are more united because almost everyone shifted more to God. Everyone started being more religious and our ideas kind of have a better foundation. Uh, so tell me a bit about that, because obviously you, you are Orthodox, right? And it's something that I'm also like very getting into the faith right now. And all of our friends are getting into faith, like all of the past solar community is getting into faith right now. So tell me a bit about that, your, I guess, relationship to God and how does it you know, in fact affect your work? Yeah, so I am actually not technically Orthodox. I do, I am currently going to an Orthodox church, which, yeah, yeah. Is, which is probably why you were under that impression. I've probably mentioned it to you, but I'm actually confirmed Anglican. My dad's an Anglican priest. Mm. Um, right now, Orthodox. Orthodoxy is something I'm curious about right now, and I've been attending an Orthodox church for a few months now, but at the moment, that's not something I've converted to. Mm -hmm. But yeah, as far as what you were saying about everyone shifting towards God with the solar sphere community, you're absolutely right, but there's also, but it's not everyone. What I think's really happened is you had the sort of broader solar community, whatever that really meant in the first place. You've seen it mm -hmm. kind of split. Yeah splinter into different categories so, so you say you've seen it go more towards god which is true but there's also splinters that have gone the opposite direction that have gone in totally different directions like for example there's um i, I think the most popular and when i say popular i mean the most mainstream sort of splinter of that sphere right now is the one that took sort of um just basic like health nutrition and lifting that type of thing and they made that the primary goal, like they made that the pinnacle. So you have yeah. the people, but again, I, I mean, I, you know, we're not here to say names, but where things just like eating raw liver or tanning or just being a really aesthetic and low body fat, yeah. like these things are cool, maybe, you know, just chugging raw milk all day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just, there's, I think the broader community started idolizing that to the point where those, I mean, some of those accounts blew up, like they're huge. And that mm -hmm. it's like a tr real trend, now. not just with our little community, I mean, it's like a mainstream trend. But I think they really lost sight of what was important because those things were never the goal. Absolutely. Those things were, those things were meant to help you, maybe help you along the way. They're not even necessary. There are people out there that don't do those things and they're okay. Like <laughs> their lives aren't ruined. They're doing just fine. So absolutely. I think yeah, you saw different parts of that sphere just splinter off into caring about the things that didn't matter. But I do think you're right that ours started looking for the thing that did. And I think you have seen that a lot this year. And I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm not perfect in any sense. I'm not super far along in any walk of faith or walk of spirituality. I mean, what I said earlier about growing up in classical school and in the church, that wasn't to say that I've been somehow perfect in my life. I've, mm -hmm. if anything, it's, if anything, the mistakes I've made are worse, seeing as how I was aware of the way I should have been living yeah. the entire time. But I do think there's been a broader trend of, like you said, the only thing that can give a sphere like this a real identity is having identity in God. And not everyone is from the same faith. Like, not all of our friends exactly. are Christian necessarily. 
and they're especially not all necessarily Orthodox or Catholic yeah, or Protestant. Yeah. For the, like, they were all very tight, even when Devin was a Muslim. We were all so, you know, great and shared ideals. And you could say God, but I guess we all share faith, and we all share something that's bigger than us. That's why we are still, you know, doing what we do. Because we, we realize that it is not... It, the, the peak is not to yeah to get aesthetic shredded and that's it you know the peak is always something that is above us that we will never reach something that you know can give us strength and we can serve we can surrender we can serve and that is right. i think the biggest biggest separation from us all but yeah like you said as you were talking i i did realize that yeah majority actually is more in that section and as you said it does get more followers it does get more attention and I think most of us actually are aware of this. And most of us, I believe, know that if we did same things that we will grow as well. So that's why I feel like we are in this little smaller part of the community. But honestly, I feel like we are able to reach uh, like an, an individual. We're able to impact him more than by just, you know, saying, okay, lift, okay, do this. But that's what I feel it like at least. So it is what it is, you know, the mainstream will always be mainstream, they will always get more attention. But I feel like being honest, even though it will attract less people, will actually help the community more at the end of the day, you know. And no, you're absolutely right. And, and that really is the point. I think that's another thing that the mainstream part of this here, I think something they forgot was that the point of all of this was always to become healthier and stronger to help other people. It, it was never just to make yourself better. And I mean, and that's something that, I mean, you more than anyone, I think, in your content, that's a message you've always been spreading from day yeah. one. You've always had in mind. Absolutely, like, um, I, I always, when I started, I started because I want to share what helped me and what helps me along my journey, you know? And uh, that's still what I do, that's, I still share uh, my struggles, I turned them into posts, but they are my struggles, things that I went through or going through. And that's, I guess, people connect with that. But, you know, honestly, all of those things, like we said, after a while, it becomes shallow if you don't have meaning and if you don't have faith. And that's all there is to it, because I like to look at this. Before, I was saying purpose, you know, like purpose is the key when you have purpose, then all of these things just fall in place. But I even like to say the, the faith is beyond purpose, because if you believe, you will get purpose. And then it goes, you know, in the details. But the thing is, with all these self-improvement stuff, with all these food, training, stuff like that, if someone was just to actually be a full believer, I guess, a full person in faith, they would automatically do all of these things. They would automatically care for their body. And plus, they would be feel much more fulfilled, in my opinion. So, I think, yeah, it's slow transition. But we are transitioning towards that. And I think good things are to come. Absolutely. What you just said, that a person of faith would do this all anyway. You're absolutely right. All these things that we talk about so much, they're really just outward expression of what's supposed to be in core inner identity yeah and i feel it's, like yeah go on yeah it's so being just healthy it's not 
the idea isn't that you're supposed to be obsessing over things like like we said before, I mean, obsessing over what you're eating and all the raw food and avoiding all the seed oils. Like, yeah, that's all great, but it's not just for its own sake. It should, it should be part of, if your identity is in God, you should care about yourself, yourself and others, which would have to mean that you care about your health and others' health. But that's the reason. It's not just for you. And so, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Agreed, agreed, man. And... I, we'll exp- we shall expand on, on this, I think, because it's very important um, for people to realize that, you know, when we when we talk about someone religious, someone in faith, most people get an image of someone ignorant in their mind. They, they see someone who's ignorant and who's just, yeah, like saying everything, oh God, this God, that. This was me as well. I was thinking, okay, if I was to become like that, I mean, I would never like to become like that. Like, I would never like to become so obsessed over some something and stuff like that but you soon come to realize that those people are the most happiest people there are like in the world because they found the truth they are happy with their truth but this is why i love the, this new trend that we're going towards because we are going to show people that are just not just like that in a sense that they are just you know like bending their knees and praying all the times but we're going to show people that are actually following the faith in a way that it was I'm not gonna say that we're going to be perfect or anything like that but following in a way that we are both working on our physical mental and spiritual health at the same time people who work hard who, who train hard and people who pray who are both humble and and you know down to earth I think this will show people that okay there's something to this it's not just uh, to you that you worship and you go to church but it is that you actually become a whole embodiment of a great person. You know, you become someone who is great everywhere. And I believe this will show people, okay, I might need actually to start praying. I might need to be, I might need to serve a bit. You know, I might need to get out of my comfort zone and start giving control to something about me. And I hope that we can achieve this, man. I hope that we can show people that okay, there are levels to this, you start training, you start doing this, but after a while, you need to surrender everything that you did, like, because it is, it is that starts with you, it does start with I, but then after a while, once you got that strength, then you surrender to God, and you have the complete strength, you know, because I believe if you just surrender to God, and you don't do any work, you're halfway there, the same thing with if you just start self-improvement, but when you combine these things, man, I think this is when you get the peak person. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you have to have both. And I, I think that's just where a lot of people have gotten lost is they they started doing all these things, but they didn't really understand what the goal was. So they they got in shape, they got healthier, they, they did all the things, and then they were left feeling confused at what to do next. Though mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that through our the content that we put out i'm hoping we can sort of inspire people to look for the real purpose for the real meaning because not all of us come out and say in all of our posts exactly what we think the meaning of life is it's not like we spend every talking about this but it's every little thing pointing up is the way i see it so Absolutely. even if i even if i do a post that's just aesthetics or poetry or something from i don't know something from tolkien or available if it's not just 
random aesthetics. It's not just pretty pictures. It's all pointing towards a particular intentional identity and essence. Well, talk to me about that a bit. Tell me, what is it actually that you want to leave behind in a sense? You know, what is it that you want people to get out of your post? Like your vision, I guess, for the world uh, with your work. What is your vision for the world? What do you actually plan to achieve? That's a, that's a big question. <laughs> I, I know it is, but we'll try to keep it uh, uh, polit politically correct. I, let's say it like that. <laughs> First of all, I guess I would say, so the the real essence of my page is something, my bio is short and sweet on Instagram. It's very simple. It's just fight the long defeat. That's my, that's my bio. That's my tagline. And so what that means is, that is taken from Tolkien's ideology. Not that he invented it necessarily, it's just a phrase that he used. But the idea is that you have an, if, if you have an identity, you have something you believe in, something you care about. And in this case, in the case I'm talking about, it's our faith, it's our culture, it's our families. Mm -hmm. um, it, you have something you believe in you fight for that regardless of how hopeless it looks how outnumbered you are how downtrodden you feel just regardless of any external force any external feeling it you have to have a core identity that you continue to fight for and that continues to give you strength and that's really the essence of what that line fight the long defeat means mm -hmm comes from, it's used like in Tolkien when you have, the idea is, say, oh, it's actually been a while since they're at Lord of the Rings, mm -hmm. believe it or not. But <laughs> it's like, in, at the Battle of Helm's Deep, when they're all about to die, get killed by orcs, and they go out to, you know, they ride out one last time before they're saved by, you know, Gandalf and the Riders of Rohan. But the point is that even if you are certain that you're going to lose, in this life at least in the physical aspects mm. you have to continue to fight for what it is you believe in and so the, even if i just post something that's aesthetics or quotes from a book or poetry it's all that's the point of it it's all pointing towards something nice towards an essence that i'm trying to keep alive nice man Th that's what i've been thinking recently as well you know like it does seem that the odds are against us and you would say well all right i mean if even if i try to do something i will be silenced or i will be you know i'll suffer consequences but when you think about it in a bigger scale it is a battle of good and evil you know and and at, at the end of the day even if it does seem you know like you're outnumbered or you are destined to be defeated you think about okay but i'm doing good I have God by my side, you know, I'm trying to actually do what's correct. And no matter how hard it seems, if it's good, if it's correct, all of that goes away. You just keep doing it, you just keep pushing, because it's the only thing to do, honestly. When you look at life and when you remove everything, it's just good and evil. And there are objective good, there are objective evil. And since we are already here, that's what Allah said, since we are already here, since we exist, since we know that we are alive, you know, if we can move our hands, whatever. What else there is there to do? To submit to evil or to try to follow good as much as you can? 
So that's how I look at it and it honestly helps you to think this way because it can get a really black feeling get depressing when you think about how difficult the battle is but it's not a battle it's just a good normal life normal because normal is good normal is not what most people do normal is good yeah and it's like you said it's objective good and objective evil that's why it really takes a lot of stress away when you think about it because if there is objective good an objective way that you need to act it doesn't really matter how outnumbered you feel or how alone you feel because it's just sort of irrelevant at the end of the day because we don't know like in the west like are we living in towards the end of western civilization or before a renaissance of it we don't really know mm -hmm. but the way we should act is the same either way it really doesn't matter in that sense because if there's an objective right thing to do and an objective good type of man to be that's just what we have to do regardless absolutely man absolutely but you know we say these things and they're right they're correct and even if you have faith you're good but let's be real and i want to talk to talk a bit about this because it's important for everyone to listen um you will still feel bad then you will still have bad days bad periods bad times where you even though you have all of these things and you know them that they are good you just won't feel right you will you won't feel like showing up you won't feel like doing the right thing and i want people to identify why this is the case and there are a few reasons why this might be the case and i'm telling this uh, i'm speaking this with you because i know this will also help you and i think we need to talk about this in detail so First of all, I have days where I feel bad and it's more common than most people listening are aware of. But on those days, you know, I've come to accept that this is life which goes in waves. But if you don't, but if you just go with that wave and still proceed to do what you need to do, when the, when the wave comes up and you feel good, you will feel even better. But the problem is, when people get in those bad times, they don't ride the wave. They don't pick themselves up and just proceed to go. They get angry because they don't feel like the, the uh, right way. And it creates a bigger and bigger domino effect in a bad direction. What happens? You get upset, you get angry. And you don't do what you need to do. Days pass, you don't do, or you don't do it as good as you'd like it, as you would like it to be. Days pass. And then you're completely falling off. And this is the key moment. This is where people need to understand that we are constantly trying to reach a peak state, that peak feeling, that peak performance where we once felt it. We think we can operate like that all the time. But, but the reality is that peak state is just as rare as, as the bad times are as well. You know, it's somewhere in the middle where we actually operate most of the times. So understanding that and taking small actions, taking small steps every day is actually the key to stay in that middle, not to be too hard on yourself and actually start looking forward. Because as that line goes, it also travels. It just doesn't go in circles, it travels, which means that you are actually always moving as well. So when you look back, when you look backwards, 
this is not you anymore because you are already up all the way up there you, you move meaning that if you feel bad if you're at bad times and you, you think you need to return to feeling better you think you need to oh i just need to get do this do that no do things that are good slowly incorporate them back into your life or do some new things but remember that you might never do the things that you did before because you are in a new phase you're moving and yeah you need to accept the moment so if you're feeling down if you're feeling bad go with the wave allow yourself to feel bad allow yourself to feel great but find that balancing point where you slowly incorporate things that you did and then you look forward and see okay where am i where i'm at in life where i want to go so andrew i'd like to hear what you have to say about this about experiencing bad times and the ways you could think of dealing with it yeah well i'll i'll just admit first off i'm someone that does tend to be either very up or very down yeah i would i would love to be someone like you described who stays more in the middle but, more but yeah steady. and it's very hard but, that's why i'm that's why i'm trying to explain uh, explain that yeah. you don't that you don't necessarily stay steady but that you are aware of that it's the that it's the way you should stay you know like not expe not expect expecting you to be all the time at high or low but just coming i guess having some acceptance towards that fact and just understanding that is making it easier trust me go on. yeah definitely I, I tend to i do tend to be someone who thinks when i don't do something exactly right when i don't let's say use my time well if i feel like i've wasted a day i do find it hard to kind of take that at face value and move on i tend to you know kind of obsess over get anxious you know try to look back and figure out you know what i did wrong what i should have done better with my time and it, all of that really does is send you down like a spiral of anxiety and it mm -hmm. just doesn't just doesn't get you anywhere you, all you're going to do is spend the next day thinking about today and it's just just useless and i i do and i do still do that much too often mm -hmm. it's something I, I work on but i think you are right that it can help to really look back not not to yesterday but months ago years ago and see that despite there maybe being days weeks even months at a time where you felt like you weren't moving anywhere you were like you aren't the person you were a year ago no one is mm -hmm. so yeah none of us are really the same people we were even just weeks or months ago so it has helped me to realize when i'm feeling like I'm not getting anywhere like I'm just not making improvement to at least look back to times not that not really that long ago when I know I was doing much worse and to know that even if my progress areas isn't as fast as I would like it to be I'm not where I would want to be I'm at least getting somewhere I'm not I'm not staying stuck the way it feels sometimes it's not I'm not going backwards so it, it does help to put it in perspective that way because the feelings of being up or down those are those are just feelings they're not they don't really determine where you're going absolutely yeah man like you said um it's very very important to know how much is enough because we could be spending all of our day trying to cram everything in because we feel like oh there's not enough time there's not enough time we need to finish everything but Figuring out how much is enough, what you need to do, 
but still maintaining the balance is essential in my opinion because all right so we have one day and i like to look at it like this because this day is all that we have you know literally everything that we have obviously we're not going to i don't know change the world in one day but when you take a step back and you see okay what can i do in a day that will benefit what i like to do uh, make me better and you know, and help other people or something like that and when you look at it it's actually not you know all day it's not something that takes all day it takes half a day it takes some some time of the day but it's not so much that you have pressure but problem is when people don't actually have the correct idea of what they need to do and then they start feeling like they have to do something all the time when you figure out what it is that you need to do you write it down you say okay i need to do this this and that today you do it you will actually experience freedom which is actually the most beautiful freedom that you can uh, feeling that you can have that feeling of content okay i did this and that today i know this is enough i can be a bit relaxed and when tomorrow comes okay i'm gonna start all over again and this for me was the key figure out figure out this that i don't need to do everything all the time but there are just a certain amount of time and energy that i need to spend towards my endeavors endeavors so okay for the tr for training okay it's two hours boom okay for my work you know like yeah we could sit here and i could make 100 tweets a day <laughs> i could you know write so much a day but honestly how much more will it impact the world or others like okay when i write a post or something it's going to impact a certain amount of people everything beyond that if i write more in a day is just going to be a small percentage increase in that it's not going to be a major increase but when you consider how much energy it will take out of you it's not worth it it immediately makes less sense the same thing for workout okay i want to be as strong as possible you do the the, the sets if you do every any extra sets man okay you might get a little bit of increase but more likely you will get injured or overtrained and, and it's everything like that okay i'm gonna read 10 pages now if i read more than 10 pages a day um, i'm not going to use the information that i uh, read most efficiently i will just overload my brain because our brain is still in caveman era you know we are still not designed to take so much information that we do in this day and age and when you look at it like this some things like you like i said it's small percentage increasement increase but not as much if you as if you just did a little bit once you start thinking like this, life really becomes much easier to understand. And once you also realize that you are not infinite, you will die, who knows when, but you will die. Then you start, okay, this is the balance between working, leaving my legacy behind, impacting the world, but also actually just being alive. Because if you're constantly thinking of what you need to do next, you are not alive, man. You are already dead. You are working, but you're dead. Because... <laughs> you exist in your thoughts you don't exist in this world like when when was the last you did do this but for lots of people when was the last time they just stand, stayed like this sitting down and looked like for 15 minutes or feeling their body feeling their thoughts people don't do this the the first time majority of the people that um, experienced these things were during the pandemic it was the first time they hit the pause button of their life and realized holy shit i'm alive you know, I can breathe, I can feel myself. And this is what the person must do every day to remind themselves that, okay, 
even if you are striving for these great ideals, even if you want to achieve many different things, we are still half human, half, you know, conscious being. We are still animal, we are still of flesh. And understanding this really helps you to level yourself out, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, feeling like you just have too much on your plate, just to, too many projects going on at once. I mean, it just, you're never going to get them done. You're never going to even get one done. You have too many. And I do that a lot. I'll, I'll write down, like on a schedule for the week, just a ridiculous amount of things that I have deluded myself into thinking I'm going to finish. Yeah. And it just doesn't, doesn't happen when you do that. Absolutely. And you, also, and you won't even enjoy the work either because you'll just be stressed out about what you're not getting done. Mm. So no, absolutely, right. yeah, just setting out a few reasonable things to do every day is the only way to actually make any progress towards them. Of course, bro. And, and I mean, it'd be like, it'd be like if in the gym, you tried to do your entire week's worth of lifts all in the same day. I mean, you just can't. You just yeah, can't that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, I man, absolutely. And I really hope you actually take this advice to heart because I know how it is when you're creator, when you want to, when you want to do the more, most work, but it just doesn't work that way. And yeah, you're constantly thinking of what you need to do. It's, it's one thing what you wish to do and it's one thing that you will do and what you can do. Let's put it like that. You could, you could write things down that you want to do, but be realistic with yourself and just do what's the most important thing. And if you see yourself getting better at this, okay, there's the cabinet, the drawer with uh, all of the ideas, let's just make them, you know? But overloading yourself, overwhelming yourself is never the key because at the end of the day, you know what happens? You don't end up, you end up doing nothing. You don't even end up doing a little bit that you should, you know, plan to do. But you don't end up doing nothing because you see all of these things that need to be done. And maybe you're not feeling energetic, maybe you don't have real power and you just throw it all away. And then what happens? You feel even worse. You feel even worse because you're like, oh my God, I'm wasting my time. I should have this. And this. No, man. If you just did a little every day, you would be more efficient over a longer period of time than if you just did for a few days, try to do everything and then completely burn yourself out. I am not against you're those periods. You know? So what do you say? So it's like you're describing me. That's <laughs> I, I know. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying you know, to get across. Not the time... I'm trying to help you the most here, you know, and if people can learn something from it, I'm I'd be glad to hear that. But that that it is that that's the truth, man. And you just gotta stay centered all the time and consider, okay, this is the priority. This can go in the drawer. I'll come back to it later on. It's simple as that. It's simple, but it's hard. <laughs> it's simple, but it's hard. And it's like. What do you say? Like you even know it's true. It's just the type of thing. It's really hard to implement that. Yeah, because you're programmed that way. You all of, all of the time you've been like this. It's the same thing when when you I don't know when you stop an addiction. Of course, it's going to be hard. But as the time goes on, as you force yourself to think like this, it gets better. You know, it's not an overnight thing. I wish it could be, but it's not. You know, for me, it took a long time, and I'll still have days like that. Like I said in the beginning of this topic. I still have days where I'm get overwhelmed like that and end up doing nothing. It's it's crazy how you can get to that point even after years of self work, even after years of doing these things. But it can happen because you get too unrealistic. But 
this is not to discredit those periods of a lot of work but notice how i say periods because living like this is not efficient this is why this quest that i'm doing in my fight camp mentality it's only for 50 days because if you were in this fight camp you would completely burn out and lose any energy to do anything this is why fighters don't train so hard all year but they train it the most like conditioning and stuff like this when they have fight it's the same thing if you actually want to do a lot of work and achieve many things at once all right but let it be a week or two three at most where you just go in 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 and then you can rest a bit more it shouldn't be a life this shouldn't be a life and and it's not sustainable um what i'm what i'm going to say that when you're younger when you're like us in 20s you can afford to burn yourself out more often but you, don't, you should not create this into a habit you should look at it okay this is a period where i'm gonna max out pretty much but you need to have a baseline state which we just talked about baseline state where you do just enough work to do the right things to do the good things and then you can actually <laughs> live you can live you know what i mean and not feel uh, guilty I'm, not feel guilty about when you're not doing things absolutely I, I can think of a certain friend of ours that could use i could use that yeah so. <laughs> i mean he i think he is a bit more relaxed now definitely more relaxed because you know you know how i know that because he's also talking about 100 different projects but he's actually uh, not doing that so that's why i know he's relaxed but anyways uh let's move on from that man i hope that shed some light on the situation because i dealt with it i sometimes still deal with it but thinking like this helped me a lot anyways man i want to talk to talk to you a bit about these things um with your page you experience some backlash for talking about you know loving your people pretty much uh, talking about the connection to your roots um your ancestors and loving your people stuff like that uh, but the thing that stood out for me and something that is just you cannot deny it is your post that you wrote essence of men i believe it's called and uh, this post for me goes in depth and goes something uh, it's that is beyond your race your color your something it is something that we can all be united by but not be in a sense brainwashed not be ignorant but actually know what is good and what is bad that's what that's how i put it again good and bad so if you could i would like you to read out for everyone that post and uh yeah we can maybe discuss more about it yeah sure i'm just gonna pull it up real quick yeah and i'm gonna sing for the people <laughs> <laughs> The essence of a man is different than his personality or his aesthetic. It does not depend on his culture or his heritage, though those factors play a part. There's the essence of different archetypes that are the same in every culture, in every time, in every story. Every warrior is the same man, in essence, from Stone Age Germans to a Japanese samurai to a medieval French knight to modern-day special forces. All of those men, if they could somehow all meet one another, could look in one another's eyes and see themselves reflected. 
There's a reason veterans often speak so highly of the men they went to war against. You could read 10 warrior texts from around the world and find they are more alike than they are different. Likewise, every poet and artist embodies the same essence. It does not matter what style they use or what time they lived in. They have all been seeking the same things, telling the same tales, giving their soul to try and become a conduit for the muse. Homer and Shakespeare are really not that different. It is important to remember this to remind yourself that just because someone is from another culture does not mean that you do not have common ground. In essence, you may be brothers. It is why the same archetypal stories play out over and over again. Good men fight tyrants. Lovers die for one another. Sons avenge their fathers over and over and over again. We are not also very different. If you look for men that share your essence, you will find them. Beautiful. Like his comments are beautiful, man. Because we have so many fights and on both sides, I guess. Well, I will not get into politics because I don't like talking about it. But you know, on both sides, there are divisions, there are this and that, there are rules. But I feel like exactly as we discussed in the beginning of having something higher, having some bigger things in life, I think this is on that same level. This is on that same level and where we could actually find a real unity, a real brotherhood between everyone. Where we focus on the sides that are actually uh, connected and not focus on things that are not connected, you know, that are disconnected, that are different. And it and doesn't mean you have to all be the same or let go of the things that do separate you and make you different. That, that's just not the point. Mm -hmm. The point is despite all those things, good, uh, like, yeah. like we said before, the world has objective good and objective evil and objective good is going to really be in essence the same everywhere and every time in every culture. Absolutely. And that's what I always, I'm always thinking about that. I'm always thinking about, okay, it is not, <laughs> it is normal that we are all different and different cultures have different beliefs, different mindsets, different goals. Let's say it like that. But it doesn't really matter where you come from if you embody the objective good. It is not a Western good. It is not something that it's invented. But it's good. So that's why, you know, I can have brothers from all over the parts of the world because I know they strive for good. And this is where this discussion ends. It is not about who is who, who is that, or their or their value or their um, heritage. It's about who they embody and what they strive for. And that's it. You know, we, we literally don't have to because this was perfectly written. We, we don't have to talk about much about it because it really does explain the how world world works i guess you could say you know uh you know what i mentioned west there they talk to me a bit about sons of the west your group of course yeah that's a just a brand i in a program i started with our friend jacob from centurion strength essentially so he's a full-time personal trainer online already and the initial idea for Sons of the West was to create a sort of beginner's young men's training platform that would, it would include weightlifting, like gym training, obviously, but it would also include everything I'll talk about, all the self-improvement stuff, camaraderie, all that, all the things that we preach, we wanted to put it all into one space. 
for young men. So right now the group is mostly made out of guys that are college aged or high school aged. So our age are a bit younger, mm -hmm. primarily. They're, they're, but that's essentially what we're trying to do. We're trying to use this group to create men that embody sort of the Western spirit that we feel is, that mean that we all feel is under attack and being lost right now. So it's been a fun project so far and seeing guys in there that are just uh, improving, that are doing great work in school or in their jobs, like it's been great, so. Absolutely, I'm, I'm glad to hear it, man. And I really support these things because obviously we are in this age of internet where everyone is connected with their phone and they're all, all the time on it. And it's getting difficult and more difficult to find people on the same wavelength, people that will actually be there to support you, for you to be accountable. So having something like this and having a shared goal is amazing and I think very necessary. So anyone listening to this, you know, you, you can check it out, you can see what it's about because I'm also in there now, like you will find me there as well. I, I, I'll, if you need something, I'll, let, <laughs> I'll be there. But uh, yeah, this is, this is the thing that we need communities like this coming together where um, you just have someone that's doing the same thing that's having the same struggles because at the end of the day every modern man has the same story like every man in the west has kind of the same story you know they grew up this like that doing that they start training or something like that they maybe had a broken heart this and that and we all kind of come together from different backgrounds into this shared ideal but it's very hard to stay on the path because like we said you get discouraged you see so many people seemingly doing normal things but you in your heart you deep deeply know that this is not right this is not good so having a community like that is really helpful and yeah i hope to see you guys in there as well but yeah let's let's go on with the talk so what do you think is you know the biggest struggle for uh, young men, such as, you know, our age and stuff like that? Right now, I would say the biggest struggle for guys in the West right now, I would say it's what you just mentioned a minute ago, actually. It's just loneliness. It's feeling totally isolated from the people around them because the people like us that just felt something was wrong in the way they were living, in their friend groups, maybe in, at college, they left home and moved, moved away to school. I think we all kind of shared this sense that we just were not happy in a deep, even though we were having fun, we weren't happy in a deeper sense. We were not satisfied with the things we were working towards. We knew the people around us didn't care about the same things we did. Mm -hmm. There's just a general feeling of isolation. And I think with, Without internet communities like this, I mean, the internet has its serious issues and it's not ideal that we need communities like this online. It's not the ideal, but I of think course. it's very much necessary right now for young guys mm. to know that even if you don't have a community around you physically, to know that there are other guys out there that are striving for the same things as you, that care about the same things as you. Like, I don't know what I would be like right now or where I would be as a person right now, if I hadn't found this community online, because until I did, I wasn't as aware that there were other people that saw the world the same way as me, that saw the same issues as me. Mm -hmm. I, I just 
I didn't know anyone in my personal life that felt that way. Absolutely, so, man. Yeah, I, I think yeah. like ours absolutely necessary, and I do think that's the biggest issue facing young men right now. Hmm. You know, it it is it is true. I think um, for me, I was quite lucky because my brother was into lifting, into you know, he was more on the side of I guess philosophy and stuff like that, but. I was always thinking uh, before I was thinking like oh I did this by myself you know even when I was lonely but no I still had my brother there who pushed me into the right direction and like you said if it wasn't for him if it wasn't you know for the people like that who knows where I would be who knows where I would yeah. be and, and like I said I grew up in a good family I went to schools like I've been fortunate so I, for people that didn't have that I can't even imagine how much worse that must be because I've like I felt that type of isolation and loneliness even in a good situation. If mm. someone grows up in an environment where they don't have any of that, I mean, I can't even imagine how much worse the isolation isolation much. Oh my god, tomorrow. <laughs> you, my Sorry. my broken English is uh, re- rubbing off on you. <laughs> we gotta rewind that. You gotta cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not staying in isolation. Yeah. Anyways, man, <laughs> just okay. I will clarify like this: It's 3 a.m. for Andrew. Okay, give him a break. <laughs> We're on the wrong side of the world here. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely right, man. And this is why we do this, right? This is why we do this to, to for the people to actually have someone who understands them and who is doing the same thing. It's not like we beat the game and then we are just uh, sharing our wisdom or something like that. They're literally just guys that are also going through it, but just decided to share what we learn, what we know. And so that that's what I'm glad. And I'm glad that you noticed loneliness because this is exactly why we're doing this. At the end of the day, you don't have to follow exactly what I say or Andrew say, but at least you have someone that is in the, in the journey. You don't need to maybe lift weights. You can do something else, but you're not alone. And the struggle is shared. Let's say it like that. Before, you know, for me, for example, what I think for for young men is the problem is, of course, loneliness. And it's similar, but yeah, they don't have anyone to teach them these things anywhere. <laughs> Everyone is, you know, living this horrible life, I'd say. And, every, and the traditional values are lost. There's no masculine fathers who are going to teach their sons how to fix things around their house to act a certain way it's all gone and when you grow up and when you continue living this modern life you're gonna feel depressed because there's no meaning there's no purpose there's no you 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 have not developed as a person you're still a kid in your 20s 30s because at this time it became a choice to grow up you know it's different now you have you you're you're a you age but you don't grow up and like i said this is why i do it to help young men and even older men to take things in their own hands, to, to have some meaning. It's, it's one of the reasons why I'm sure that your group exists, to give some meaning to others. This is why my quests exist. Give that meaning, to give them a push to continue doing good things, and then they, they themselves can discover their own meaning. So that's about that for the topic, I believe, man. Yeah. 
Anyways, let's move on. Um, we briefly mentioned fantasy before. And I want to touch upon that a bit more because fantasy for me has been interesting part of my life not most of my life like i was all i was always into like witcher 3 uh, i mean witcher series a uh, bit of lord of the rings not that much honestly but what but i was always like those things but i never read them uh, but in the past few years i actually started reading a bit of fantasy and you discover beautiful things you know how it translates into a life and how it the stories can impact you even more than it they would impact like a self-help book or something like that and it's just how it's beautiful and enriching your mind you know you just you just experience these things because when you read them you're you you create the images in your mind you visualize these things it's not like pre-digested and so it's a very beautiful effect but i want to talk to uh, to you about this like how has fantasy you know uh, influenced your life um well greatly and i, and I would say i think fantasy is a bit misconstrued in our modern society as just fiction, as just a story that's made up, which it, it sort of seems to be put on the same level as like novels, like say classic novels, like, I don't know, Pride and Prejudice, you know, it's just a story. Mm -hmm. That's not really what fantasy is. Fantasy is really part of mythology and folklore. That's really the same thing. And so in a lot of senses, fantasy is more true than a lot of nonfiction because fantasy, mythology, folklore, they're used to express archetypes and ancient stories and things that are kind of in our psyche. So they express things about humanity that we don't normally see, that we don't normally say, that we don't usually read because the stories that we tell, like say Lord of the Rings, the reason Lord of the Rings is so successful isn't because it's just such a fun story. It's because Tolkien understood the essential elements of European mythology and European spirit and created a story out of that. So the reason young guys usually connect to fantasy so much is, isn't because it's not, I wouldn't say it's because they're trying to escape from reality necessarily. Mm. They might be trying to escape our modern society, but they're not escaping reality. The things they're looking for that they find in fantasy are very real. They're just missing in our current life, in our current society. And I think I think that's an important distinction to make because treating fantasy like it's just for children, like it's just make believe that it's you know silly. I I I, don't, I really think that's incredibly foolish. I think that's a t terrible thing to do because, in all honesty, I think it's the most important genre of literature that we have. Yeah. I could agree because like you said you get to express things that are things that are earthly you know that are real and enhance them give them a beautiful story that will explain it so well you know and yeah it's not fairy tales it's, it's real it's struggles that we experience on daily basis but just put in a way that yeah you can understand them better so I definitely agree you know and a lot of my work, honestly, is inspired, for example, by the Witcher series, which I love so much. Like my artwork, my even the hero's journey, you know, stuff like that, you know, stuff like that. I'm, I'm not someone, you know, who's a gamer I was, but you could see how it can have a great influence on a person to pursue your own goals, to have your own hero's journey, your own path, 
as I like to say, you know, the path. And so it's definitely a beautiful thing. And I'm glad to hear that it's also uh, affected you that much. But yeah, man. Uh, the next thing I want to actually touch upon. And... Uh -huh, yeah. So right now, I don't know how open you are about this on like your Instagram. But I want to touch upon a bit uh, on work. Because obviously we talked about... Oh yeah, pursuing great things, about working on yourself, now fantasy, stuff like that, but let's be real, half of the life is work, jobs, getting money, you know, get, making a living pretty much, you know, to survive. Um, it's funny to see that most of our, most of us here in the solar community, in the, <laughs> I mean in the past solar community, um, we have regular jobs, we do have something on the side, like we do make uh, maybe some products we do uh, sell shirts we do make cookbooks and stuff like that you know but we are regular people doing regular jobs and this is very interesting this is very interesting dynamic because people that used to talk about these things about helping yourself are the people that are with greased hair with uh, fake teeth uh, speaking in Dubai somewhere you know like the older people, that that was the main um, person, people who were talking about these things that we talk about. But here we are, literally working uh, regular jobs, talking about these things. So tell me, how it has been for you? You know, have you ever thought about, oh, you know, I want to be, this is not good, this is not that. Have you ever had these thoughts? And what do you think of like just good, honest, hard work? regular jobs nine to fives what do you think about it yeah so i'm so i i'm a recent college graduate i just graduated this summer mm -hmm. and i'm currently applying to graduate school i, I won't say exactly where i'm going to like get accepted somewhere because that could be embarrassing <laughs> but um or they could find the out and report you for being <laughs> racist or something right <laughs> <laughs> but um in in the meantime i'm working two jobs to, just to make money and make ends meet. I'm working construction in the day and I have a bar job at night and it, it, it gets pretty exhausting doing both and then trying to write and do physical jobs, go to the gym in between it can be exhausting. But I mean, I'm not someone, you know, I'm not a guy who's been working manual labor for 30 years or anything. I'm a young guy and I was recently in school. So my perspective maybe isn't as mature as someone like that, like that's would be, but I can definitely say that the times I've spent not working when I was in, in school or just in summers and when I was younger, not working, they're not just as a man, it, it's not good for you Absolutely. to not be doing actual work. It's when, when I was a good bit younger, you know, as a kid, I don't think it matters. It doesn't seem to matter as much. You can, you'll feel maybe fine just kind of yeah, hanging yeah. out with games all day. It doesn't affect you. But as you, as I got older, it just, more and more spending time just kind of hanging out doing nothing it becomes less and less and less satisfying to the point where now if, if i do that just nothing all day it's I, I don't get any enjoyment i'm not it's not leisurely it's not fun you have to be working so the days that, that i work both jobs and go to the gym and don't have time for anything else it it's exhausting physically but just mentally it's hmm. those are honestly the best days because working is just something you have to do 
as a man, even if, even if it's just working, if like both the jobs I'm working right now are part-time jobs, they're not career jobs. Yeah. Same for me. They don't, they don't really necessarily matter in the sense of they're going to move me forward in any way right now. They're just for making money, but just in the sense of my day to day life, they're incredibly important because they give you just a purpose every day when you wake up, you're, even if it's not your career, like working construction, you're, you're doing something, you're helping somebody, you're building something physical. I mean, literally you're <laughs> doing well. So yeah, I, I think tr just trying to, once you're our age as a man, you have to be doing some sort of real work or I, I just don't see how you could cope without it. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the reasons why I want to mention this is to show people that, you know, we could just be um, sitting at our home in our bed, uh, make our mother making us food and pretend we are some gurus i'm telling you, we are regular guys and all these things you know can be achieved or understood without having a business being a digital nomad being a freelancer whatever you know it can be achieved and in most cases it can actually be deepened it can be stronger because you understand life better most people who don't want to work are also people who don't want to live and are people who are lazy and that's how I'm going to say they're lazy they are afraid of serving someone they're afraid of being told what to do because this is their ego this is their childless childless um, childlike mentality and I'd say it like this as well when you're working you have more free time <laughs> why like is that right no, the days that you work, you will get more done in your spare hours than the days where you have Absolutely. nothing to do. It's, it's crazy. It's it a paradox. It's universally true. Like I, I found that out this recently, actually, because about a month ago, I was only working the night job, not the day job. And mm -hmm. I thought, oh, night job, I'll have all day to do all this creative stuff, do all these like hobbies. It, it did not turn out that way. Just to give you the short version, it was awful. <laughs> awful not having a day job yeah like honestly like last summer i worked two shifts a day like it's what it was one job but it was two shifts a day and like it was spent pretty much 10 11 hours working um at that time i felt better than i did this summer because i was more i was more free this summer i was working but i was a bit more free i felt better getting literally kicked my ass and mentally mentally uh, stressed because of the bad uh, bosses and everything like looking back it was shitty and I wouldn't l want to live that life ever but in that sense I even got more done I even got more done because I literally had four hours okay now it's time to cook now it's time to train now it's time to write something and I would also write when I had like coffee breaks or or go for a cigarette people would go for a cigarette I would go write you know so right. uh, it's, it's insane the mentality that it puts you in when you are working and when you actually have a reason to be working. Most people, I believe, get sucked into these jobs and they think this is life. But I believe for you and for me, for many others that understand this, you work to make money and that money to fuel what you actually want to do. If you have a career, amazing, go on. But when you have a career, you also have a goal. When you don't have a career, you feel like you're just slaving away. Or if you don't have a goal. So for anyone listening, 
if you do some work that you don't like, you don't have to quit it and be a businessman to feel good in life. You just need to have a purpose behind the work and something that will make make it make sense. Let's say it like that. And don't look at responsibilities as something bad, but look at it just as something to actually give you. As I was saying, it gives you corners and better understanding of your time and you value it more. You just start valuing that free time more. And like, I, like we also said, you feel that you have purpose. Even if you don't have purpose, work gives you purpose because you will actually help someone. You will serve someone. There will be, you know, even if, it's a, if you are a barman, for example, you know, bar work, you are making people happier with drinks. If you're a construction worker, you're like literally building things. If you're um, any literally any job, you are serving the community in some way. So don't be afraid to work. Even if you do actually have want to have business and stuff like that. All right, first work. You must go through these things. You must suffer even a bit to appreciate what true hard work is. And not only that, but once you actually start going into business side of things, it's even harder than work. It's even harder on you mentally because you're all your own boss and you have to push yourself. There's no one, the, nobody who's going to make you uh, just give you the pay. You have to earn the pay. And the days that you don't show up, you, you suffer directly. And I'm talking to the, with this with you for experience because I now have business and I know how actually tougher it is to get yourself together, to push yourself more. But it's also very, it's worth it. But work is work. Work is universal, man. Yeah, no, I agree. I was actually going to bring that up before you said it. Um, there is something to be said about building up a sort of self-discipline and work ethic to where you could be, you could have all your days open and use them well. Like there is something to be said for developing that type of self-discipline. But I think you just can't be, you can't overestimate yourself in that regard. Like, <laughs> and yeah, I found, I found over the last couple months just working part-time night job and not working the day thinking I would do all this online stuff and build all these things. I just realized I'm just not there yet. I'm not ready to have that much free time because I just don't, I just didn't have the self-discipline yet. And I think it's a mix of realizing that about yourself, giving yourself real physical work you have to do, and then using your spare time to build something else. And then I would imagine by the time you succeed in building something that could replace like say a day job i think by then you'll have had to have built the level of self-discipline needed mm -hmm. to make it work because like I, I learned just over the last few couple months like i just didn't have it yet i mm -hmm. couldn't trust myself every time i i agree and but i'll say with discipline I had a lot of self-discipline before when I, you know, was self-improving and stuff that I did much more than I did uh, when, that I do now. So many habits, so many things, and I did them consistently day in, day out, uh, day in, day out. And right now, I don't have that level of self-discipline because after a while, you're like, okay, for, for why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Um, <laughs> because it gets pointless so i'd say for a while yeah having enough self-discipline is impressive it's important but it fades away if you don't have a purpose behind it and that is the key i believe having a purpose behind it you know so once you're once you're um, into the into the work into the things that you're doing you still need purpose that's what what, my, what i think 
Because self-discipline, I mean, yeah, you can force yourself to do so many things in life. And I value people more who actually have self-discipline in terms of them showing up, even though they don't have a real reason. But like I said, I think this is just temporary. And I think you need to be a little bit uh, in insane <laughs> to, to um, proceed to do that without any reasons. It's just insanity at that point. Okay, you're working out, good, good, but that just becomes a part of you. Mm, I don't feel like that's the right path for majority people to go to. No, no, I do see what you mean. It's just you can't, you can't replace having a true purpose that's driving you, like you're saying. Yeah, yeah, because everyone starts off, you know, and they're talking about discipline. Discipline is key, discipline is key, you know, you need to be disciplined in life. Like, even the popular, like, you know, that Joko guy, Joko, whatever his name is, you know, he's a good guy. Okay. Yeah, and stuff like that. People get stuck in that level. They think they just need to be disciplined in life and everything will be fine. Of course you do. But discipline is just a level that is always there. And uh, your discipline will, it will not be... It just won't, you won't be simply reliant on it where you, where you need to push yourself when you actually have a meaning. I feel like all of these things that we constantly go around this is that it's great, but later you find out that there's levels above it. And that's really there all there is to it, you know. Um, things will never be easy. <laughs> Even if you have the greatest purpose in the world, like we said, you will still have bad days, stuff like that. But let's not give, give all of the credits to these things like discipline and stuff like that, you know. Because people attach too much power to the words. People attach too many meanings and they like to push everything good into one thing. Oh, this is discipline, this is this way of life. Why overcomplicate it when you could just look at it like, okay, I don't have to be disciplined. I just have to do this, <laughs> just this. Okay, I just need to do this, do that, then move on. Because as soon as, yeah, it's, it's funny how the mind works. It's funny how you can make things more difficult by trying to explain them how it works. You know, oh, now I'm this, now I'm creative. I need to be in this creative mood, you know, I need to be productive. Piss off, literally piss off. You just need to do things and you need to do them in a way that you like to do them or in a time that you are supposed to do it <laughs> you know I, I i sometimes people don't like when i like try to oversimplify something but it's better to oversimplify things for a greater life than it is to overcomplicate things you know? no I, you do it is, is great that's kind of that's been the way your content has always been you just take things like this and put them very simply very plainly so no one can make it too dramatic yeah no it bullshit <laughs> it's very simple yeah absolutely absolutely and i and yeah i think that it, it really does help people because i pretty much write things that i wish i could read when i was starting out literally all i wanted was someone to literally tell me okay dude do this do that and i know this is bad bad in a sense that people need to figure out these things on their own but you will figure them out if you do them you know it's not like you read it and then you're like Okay, I now realize that everything that we write is actually thing, thing that you need to implement and do. So it doesn't matter if someone tells you or doesn't tell you, you still need to actually do it to come to true understanding. 
I often talk about this, you know, there's knowing, there's understanding. People who read books, uh, watch YouTube videos, read Instagram posts, uh, and they don't act on it, they might feel uh, like they're, they're doing something good. Oh, you know, I'm going to go and watch this one hour interview. I'm, <laughs> I'm literally being hypocritical. People are listening to this for one hour. <laughs> no, but this is not meant to roast anyone. This is to say, you are not being productive if you are just listening and consuming something. You are being productive if you literally listen to one episode of something or read one book and then spend majority of the time implementing those lessons. One book is much more valuable than 10 books if you read it slowly, if you read it a few times. This is the problem where, you know, you just start lying to yourself. Like people will be like in school and they're like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, read this post, but they're not gonna do their homework. Bro, all right, but you are not showing your uh, lessons that you learn them by not showing up to your responsibilities, by not doing your tasks. This is, this is the point that I'm trying to get across. This is not a special lifestyle. This is not something unique that you need to reach. It is, this is literally all that the normal life. All that we talk about, this is normal life. And then you implement these things to your life. What you have right now, the, the jobs that we are doing right now, the responsibilities that you have right now, that is your life. And if you're not doing your best with that situations, you will never do your best. Because you're trying to get an easy way out. You're trying to be lazy and think, okay, I just need to have these specific circumstances in life, specific jobs, specific to be the best. What's, how you are right now is showing who you truly are. Don't take this as a bad thing because we said at the beginning, we are moving, we are changing, we are capable of change. But if you're not realistic with yourself, if you're not being transparent and honest, you'll never, you're not going to make it, man. You're not going to make it. No matter how far you reach, you will still feel shitty and it will all crumble down good foundations are built on honesty with yourself and kind of creating a bond with yourself making friends with yourself being able to literally laugh with yourself to talk with yourself and not be some stranger who's just trying to go through life without getting inside of your own self into your spirits so i'm not i'm not if i continue talking i'm going to lose the message but this is what i'm trying to say Whatever the situation is, you need to try to first excel at that. You need to slowly consume and use the knowledge and then proceed. Because at the end of the day, you'll just become a consumer. You, you'll lie to yourself. You'll think you're doing something good, but you're not. Pro producing and working is the only good thing. Everything else is a supplement. Yeah, I agree. And you're right. It feels a little hypocritical to tell people not to consume content when we're putting out content but you just have you just have to keep in mind like we're putting out content with very intentional goals of yeah. helping people making them creators not not in the sense they have to be an online creator or be a writer just in the sense that as a human being they're contributing something not just absolutely it. like i want them to i want them to listen to me and if they want they can unfollow me later on Literally, I, it, my goal is not for them to become a fan or supporter of me. My goal is to help them. And if they like my things, okay, they can support me. They can help me out. If, if they don't, they can move on. But whatever. My goal is to make people better. And at the end of the day, it is kind of to push them out of the digital world. <laughs> it is kind of, you know, to get off Instagram, to create, you know. Uh, so I don't mind people leaving. 
I just want him to live as a better person, you know? And not many people will come to terms with this. But in reality, if you are actually trying to help people, then this is the reality. <laughs> they will, some of the people will leave because they will get a lot of good things out of you. And they will continue living on the real life that we constantly talk about. Man, if I didn't, if I didn't have this Instagram account, do you think that I would be online? Like um, spending so much time? I believe the same for you, man. You know how in reality harmful it is, the social media and everything like that. But we did find a good way to use it. And that's why we are here. I'd even like to say that... I mean, we are just literally talking in front of the microphone, but... It is a bit of... You could say a sacrifice. Like, because we are doing this... In order for others not to do this. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> it does kind of work that way, but... It's okay, right. because it's the... It's the, the, it's the honest and good thing to do right i mean ideally no one should spend as much time online as we do yeah like that, that would be the ideal but my my I, screen on time is 10 hours oh yeah oh yeah it's i've been trying to find ways to limit it and there's some but at the end of the day it's just it's just impossible when you try to do this mm -hmm. yeah and that's and then, yeah you just sacrifice something in order for a greater good, you know? And that's alright. I feel that's alright because at the end of the day you are making an impact. Like you have 24 or 5,000 followers, you know, that's a lot. And even though a lot of people maybe you get some DMs, maybe you don't, but believe me this, the majority of people will stay silent and they will appreciate your stuff and you are changing their lives. Not many people will actually message you and say, ah, oh, you helped me this, you helped me that. Because, I mean, I speak from my, from my experience. I never ever mentioned or talked to someone or to message them if they helped me in the past. But I learned so much from them. And now I give them shoutouts. And now I give them, you know, like props for helping me out. But just remember, even if you get the, these thoughts, you know, even if you get, oh, I don't know if I'm doing something. You are, man. You are, trust me, 25k. And even if it's like 10 people out of those 25k that are actually listening, um, it's blessed. It's truly blessed. No, absolutely. I, I just hope that there's people that come across my account in my writing that feel something when they read it that they've been missing. That's that's really what I hope. And and it and and, and I can tell you that they, they truly can feel something, and I do feel something because you're bringing in um, this heroic kind of fantasy, even type of things into real life, and it does serve as inspiration. It does give power. Like I say it does give power. Um, to people it, it's not a motivation you know it's not a motivation in a sense like standard motivation but it's power <laughs> I mean we, we wrote a whole post about it together really <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean yeah it was very interesting because I'm kind of now I'm even more honored now because I noticed that be, be, uh, when you wrote about your like goals with the page you talked about how much you dislike irony and it's like one of the biggest things that you wanted you know to change in people so i'm kind of honored that uh, we got to actually write about that because i know it's a big part of what you are fighting for you know yeah yeah no i, I think that was a fantastic merging of our content really because yeah. that is something that i if i had to list the top few things that i want to change in people through this um account that would be in the top two or three because 
there's there's just nothing that angers me more just guys that go around acting ironic about everything about mm. it's like they, they just can't bring themselves to be genuine i don't know if it's because they're embarrassed because they're scared i, I don't know i'm not going to psychoanalyze them and tell them what's wrong with them but for some reason they just can't bring themselves to be genuine about the things that they yeah. care about about the world it's just it's sad do uh, should we actually read it out as well since we are already in that you're talking about oh uh, yeah i mean you, you can take this one. i, I did I the last will. one go ahead i will i will <laughs> with my balkan voice <laughs> no. here we go okay guys listen how many times have you denied your spirit out of fear laughed along while others mocked something you cared about or even mocked it yourself just to fit in are you so ashamed of the things that happen that inspire you that you just abandoned them you need to cut the irony out of your life if you want to fully embrace who you are this goes from the smallest things like how you act socially to your life mission itself you're only going to live once so do it with conviction you only get one story to tell the problem starts with the fact that we are afraid of being judged and not fitting in we feel like that if we showed our true colors we would be made fun of or at least pushed to the side you know what in many scenarios this is true but it is also quite normal and to be expected people judge what they deem not normal it doesn't matter if it's objectively something positive or negative if it doesn't go with the current norm it just appears weird the true question is should we care about this should we retreat and now allow ourselves to bloom seeking validation and approval from others is not bad it is in, it is in our nature that's why just ignore them all is not optimal advice to fully answer this question we need to develop a level of understanding to others the reality is you cannot blame others for their judgment everyone is different everyone has unique different perspectives and opinions uniquely shaped through their childhood surroundings influence interests career culture and intelligence knowing this when people disagree with something it is because they are just looking at things from their point of view they're not necessarily malicious they rather just they uh, but rather they're just being themselves if they haven't experienced certain things or if their life choices led them to be ignorant so be it but understanding how their thought process works is key just put yourself in their shoes and try to see things from their side you will quickly realize that there is no point in hiding yourself because those people's opinions are not the, the ones you should care too much about all criticism should be considered regardless of whom it is coming from with understanding without any emotional response yet we should care more about the opinions of those that we respect those that have experience and most importantly those that are on the same wavelength the solution to irony is to live with conviction you need to start take yourself seriously the things that speak to your spirit aren't random they were put there by god they are what define your purpose so if you love something embrace it if something ignites a passion inside of you pursue it every time you deny the passion within you you dim it more and more and it will become harder to reclaim it you all heard people put themselves and their passions down down they're coping uh, with fe- their fear of embracing who they me- uh, they were meant to be You've all seen middle-aged men with no real conviction wasting away in front of the TV. Those men had a passion and purpose once, but they let it slip away and became passive and ironic. Do not follow them. Do the things you love, work for what you care about, speak up for the things you believe, 
don't fall for the lie that our society spouts to turn your passion into just a hobby. Your passion is what, ma what makes you who you are. Just like living, ironically, living with conviction gets easier and easier the more you do it. Living after your passion for something is only embarrassing if you aren't used to doing it. And remember, embracing yourself can't be done out of spite. Doing it, doing it just to prove the people that mocked and doubted you wrong will not get you that far. You need to do this out of genuine conviction and learn to truly disregard others' opinions. They don't matter, they have their own path to walk. You can never live a fulfilling or adventurous life without accepting who you, who you were made to be. Do not allow yourself to become content living vicariously through others. Be the hero of your own story. As we mentioned, if you develop a level of understanding towards others, you won't need to prove anything. You can just be you. The people around you, those that truly matter, will respect you even more because people love passion, genuineness and confidence. You simply cannot have these things if you're hiding behind irony. You have been blessed by God with fire in your soul. It is your duty to accept it and use it, not to hide it away out of fear. The world is a beautiful place full of adventure, magic and potential. You have been given the incredible opportunity to make your mark on the world and help others. Time to start living much love. That's a long one, but it's a beautiful one as well. Like that beautiful. was fun. I forgot how long we had. Yeah, had that, but <laughs> yeah, I did a really good post. I think it that was great yeah we'll need we'll make another one as well sooner or later because it's amazing and i love how it kept keeps getting likes as well like i on all, all the time i see it uh, get a random burst of likes so it's very fun to see but yeah man honestly we could end it on that note we could end on that note because it really is sums up things that we talk about and i believe we touched upon things that well, are, are your passion, I guess, what to speak to your soul. And we gave some good information to others as well. So I think we could wrap it there, but do let me know if you have anything to add or last message to share. No, I do think that's a pretty good place to stop. But no, this has been a great talk. And thank you for having me on. Of course, man. Of course. Like, I believe it was my pleasure. And it's definitely the most relaxed I was speaking because... I feel like we really are similar in the sense, you know, maybe different backgrounds, but we are all going through it and we are all trying to better ourselves to correct our vices and sins. So yeah, man, like, thank you for coming here. Um, do let people know where they can find you and, and what you have going on. Yeah, so on Instagram right now, my uh, title is The Saxon Cross. I have a telegram under the same name and I'm also um, starting up a Substack uh, this week actually for longer form writing. Nice. I will have the links all out in the descriptions in the description. Yeah, man. Thank you once again. It was a true pleasure and I'm sure we'll do this again someday. Absolutely. Thank you, Mara. Of course.